Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the February 4th edition of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 214 to 221 of the Catechism. 3. God. He who is, is truth and love. Paragraph 214. God, he who is, revealed himself to Israel as the one abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. These two terms express summarily the riches of the divine nature. In all his works, God displays not only his kindness, goodness, grace and steadfast love, but also his trustworthiness, constancy, faithfulness and truth. I give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. He is the truth, for God is light and in him there is no darkness. God is love as the Apostle John teaches. God is truth, paragraph 215. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances endures forever. And now, O Lord God, you are God and your words are true. That is why God's promises always come true. God is truth itself, whose words cannot deceive. This is why one cannot abandon oneself in full trust to the truth and faithfulness of his word in all things. The beginning of sin and of man's fall was due to a lie of the tempter who induced doubt of God's word, kindness and faithfulness. 216. God's truth is his wisdom which commands the whole created order and governs the world. God, who alone made heaven and earth, can alone impart true knowledge and every created thing in relation to himself. 217. God is also truthful. When he reveals himself, the teaching that comes from God is true instruction. When he sends his Son into the world, it will be to bear witness to the truth. We know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding to know him who is true. God is love. 218. In the course of its history, Israel was able to discover that God had only one reason to reveal himself to them, a single motive for choosing them from among all people as his special possession, his sheer gratuitous love. And thanks to the prophets, Israel understood that it was again out of love that God never stopped saving them and pardoning their unfaithfulness and sins. Paragraph 219. God's love for Israel is compared to a father's love for his son. His love for his people is stronger than a mother's for her children. God loves his people more than a bridegroom his beloved. His love will be victorious over even the worst infidelities and will extend to his most precious gift. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Paragraph 220. God's love is everlasting. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you. Through Jeremiah, God declares to his people, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Paragraph 221. But St. John goes even further when he affirms that God is love, God's very being is love. By sending his only Son and the Spirit of love 
in the fullness of time, God has revealed his innermost secret. God himself is an eternal exchange of love, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, and he has destined us to, ex to share in that exchange. So very well, so today we continue this, um, this revelation of God as truth and love. That this truth of God, that there is nothing false in God. God is true. God is truth. And this is why uh, in Christianity it's very important to see that God doesn't contradict himself. That everything makes sense. This is at the root, for example, of the church's trust in science. That if God created the world, it has to make sense. You know, we, it can't not make sense. Maybe for a time we don't understand something and we get very confused. And because we're confused, it seems like there's a contradiction between Christianity and, uh, and science. And some people kind of want to oppose them, saying science is one thing, Christianity is another. But no, God is true. And if we approach science with humility, we'll see that it makes sense. It makes sense. And it uh, can uh, be, uh, it can work hand in hand with Christianity and that they complement each other. And then the second part, God is love. Again, it's something that we say so often in the church. And this idea of God as being love, yes, it can be exaggerated. Yes, we can, uh, we can just by concentrating this, we can cause damage to ourselves because even though God is love, sin exists and sin hurts us and God wants to redeem us from sin and God being love doesn't give us a blank check to do whatever we like and to sin in whatever way we want but on the other hand all too often we forget it we forget God's love we forget the fact that he loves us and that he loves us because he loves us it's not about us earning or meriting or deserving his love. His love comes first. Then afterwards, through his grace working on us, he can change us and even make us worthy of his love. But again, the initiative is God. It's God's love, his grace that transforms. And this love is the centre of our experience of God. That God is not um, principally a punishing God. Is not principally an angry God. Is not principally a God that uh, demands to be adored. But above all, and before everything else, he is a God who loves us. And that this is, as it says here in number 218, this is the single motive for choosing us from among all people as his special possession, his sheer gratuitous love. This is what Israel discovered in the Old Testament. And this is the discovery of Christianity, that God is love. And that he shows himself to us. Again, St. John in the, uh, in, in the Gospel of St. John, and especially in his first epistle, will speak more about this. But this love of God is the centre of the creed, is the centre of our experience of God the Father, is, our, is the centre of our experience of God, and is really what God desires for us. More than knowing the ins and outs of the creed, more than knowing what every single number the Catechism says, what is important is that we get to know this love, that we experience this love, and we see God's love and his providence for each one of us. So very good. So we'll continue tomorrow. We'll finish this section. So we'll have numbers 222 
to 227. And then we'll take a quick look at the in brief section as well. But that this tomorrow we'll look at 222 to 227 of the Catechism. God bless.